All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll free, our number is 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. I was thinking about something. I'm, I'm, I'm paying very close attention to what Elon Musk is doing and, and watching the Democrats and, you know, the Biden administration, they, you know, their comments that they are going to keep an eye on Elon Musk and Twitter and his free speech forum. And it just got me thinking here. And I'm like, all right, why are they so wigged out about Elon Musk? Why has Elon Musk become like Donald Trump to Democrats? Like bubble and it's like Alcazar. So they bubble and fizz and let off energy and steam. And just, just the name Elon Musk will evoke some type of reaction in a liberal Democrat, in their mind at least, anyway. And I'm thinking more and more about this. Well, first of all, they love the monopolies, the big tech companies helping Democrats in elections. I can't wait for Elon Musk to expose what, in fact, that he has found in terms of, in terms of the interference in elections that big tech has been involved in, Twitter in particular, because I would assume that other big tech companies are equally involved. Uh, we certainly know the suppression of the Hunter Biden story played a big impact in the outcome in, in 2020. I mean, that was a big deal. You want to talk about the biggest donation of Joe Biden in the 2020 presidential election race? It, it would be big tech combined. Um, but there's something else at play here, a little bit deeper under the surface. And if liberals can't control most of the media, they don't like it. I mean, they have three networks. They have two cable channels. They have most of the major newspapers in this country all advocating their point of view, all defending them, allowing their, their elected officials, their politicians running for office to hide and never answering tough questions. I mean, that is like a can, campaign contribution from them. And I think there's another fear, more speech, more freedom of speech, less censorship would expose the fallacy of liberalism and socialism. One of the things that I think most people don't want to accept, and I'm, I'm saying this to many conservative friends, is the fact that there are many, many people in this country that have bought into this socialist utopia, new green deal, climate alarmist cultism, you know, where you're going to have a government paid, uh, government guaranteed job, government guaranteed salary, government guaranteed healthy food. Government guaranteed health care. Government guaranteed retirement. Sounds great on paper. I wrote a whole chapter in Live Free or Die uh, about socialism and its history of failure. Whatever name, whatever manifestation it takes on, you, you get the same results. You get unfulfilled promises. You get more poverty in the end. And then you have to calculate how much of your personal freedom you gave up in the name of false security. I mean, that's all real. Um. And I think liberals, the left in particular, they claim to have this monopoly that they love freedom of speech. Look at every authoritarian regime around the country. What, is, what, what do they hate the most? They hate freedom. They hate freedom of speech. The left in this country does not like conservative talk radio. They don't like the Fox News channel. They don't like that people have opposing views. They don't like any of this. You know, if you look around the world, you know, we, we have something called you know, the First Amendment that allows us to speak freely. But if you look out across the, the landscape that is the world, no other country 
has codified the right to speak freely the way we have. It's fairly unique to America. You would think it's not, but it is. I mean, you have people in, in China and Iran. You know, they're, they're dying now because they are protesting their governments. They're putting their lives on the line. Some are being tortured. Some are being killed for the simple act of expressing themselves, for exercising freedom, for speaking out of, against wrongs that they see. You know, you even have democracies in Europe and Canada. You can get fined. You can get jail time if you voice an opinion that the government deems to be offensive or unpopular. You know, look at what Piers Morgan went through in Great Britain. I mean, you would think Great Britain is contemporary and has freedom of speech. They really don't. They have this government bureaucracy known as, I think it's called Ofcom. And look at the case of Meghan Merkel. And Piers Morgan was very critical of her. And as a result, she filed a complaint with Ofcom. Now, it didn't go anywhere, but the point is they have a mechanism by which if you don't like certain speech or you don't like the things that people are saying about you, they can at least attempt to try and silence you, which is what they tried to do in the case of, of Piers Morgan. So, that I mean, now we're talking about Great Britain. And then you can talk about Canada, other democracies in Europe. You can face fines, jail times if, if you simply express your opinion. You know, but the one common theme is leftists all across the globe. They don't like freedom of speech. You know, I've often discussed this with Bibi Netanyahu, uh, who has nothing but hostile media in Israel against him. There is no Fox News equivalent in Israel. There is no talk radio equ equivalent in Israel. Uh, Linda, you were there the times that we have done shows specifically for Israel. We do this radio program, and it airs on a radio station in Tel Aviv, 1025. Is, is that the number? I think so. The call letter? 102.1 you know, Tel Aviv. 102.1 Tel Aviv. Okay. It's a big station. It hits most of the country. It's a small country anyway. And we go on there, and because I'm in America, I don't really give a rip what their laws are. I speak freely. People love it. The response has been phenomenal every time we've done it, right? Yeah, I mean, they're amazing. The GM there is Roy Katz, and he's been phenomenal to us every time we're there. Yeah, it's fun. And we've done shows from America to Israel just to, you know, talk to other people around the world, and it's fun to do that. Anyway, so if you look at, you know, what they call hate speech, they seem to believe that their own precious little feelings and sensibilities can't be tampered with. You know, you can't say something that will offend them. Well, then you don't really believe in freedom. I mean, it should be a core tenet that every human being on the face of this earth should be allowed to express themselves. You know, I love what Elon Musk tweeted out this week. Let's cancel, cancel culture. This program, we've never called for the cancellation or firing of any host or the boycotting of any personality ever. Now, personally, I might choose not to have somebody on, or I might choose not to listen to somebody. I mean, that's the beauty of freedom, too. For example, nobody has to go on Twitter. Nobody has to. I'm not, I'm not forcing you to listen to this radio program. I wish I could. Linda, that would be really good, right? Force everybody in the country. All right, I mean, all we, all we ask is three hours a day. That's and all one we hour ask. Night. That's all we it's ask. It's not a lot. It's a fair Just ask. Just put right? it on in the background. It'll be like osmosis. We'll educate you. You won't exactly. even know what's happening. Um, but this is, you know, apparently there are people that get offended by freedom of speech. 
Like, if you don't like what Elon Musk is doing on Twitter, you don't have to stay on Twitter. I kind of like what he's doing. I like that he's iconoclastic. I like that he's bombastic. I, I don't care that on Twitter, you've seen the memes of me on Twitter, Linda, and on social media. You're on my social media accounts. I'm not even on my accounts. I don't have access to my accounts. Uh, but when I did go on Twitter, they had some really mean but very wickedly funny stuff about me up all the time I see it. It never once bothered me. I, the idea that, you know, I would go to some government agency and said, this is outrageous. Now, if they accuse you of being a murderer or they say something that libelous and that false or a drug dealer or a drug addict or whatever they might want to call you, then you would have, a, I think, a legitimate legal case to make. But anyway, sadly, it's true. Even in the U.S., you have liberal Democrats that don't like freedom and that want to put all their faith, all their hope, all their dreams in the power of elected officials in the hopes that those elected officials will tax or take from one group of people and redistribute it to them because there are more, quote, of them than there are of, say, the, the rich people, those evil billionaires and millionaires, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, well, that takes away their freedom. By the way, it also will take away their incentive to do any work if the government's going to confiscate their their hard-earned money. At some point, you know, you're going to run out of other people's money, as Margaret Thatcher famously said. Um, socialism just won't work, but more and more people are buying into it, and that's scary. And more and more people are buying into this notion that we can't have freedom. We ought to be embracing freedom. Embracing freedom means you have to accept that there are people out there that don't agree with you. If you're going to express your views, you have to expect some people may actually hate you for your views. Trust me, I live that life. But anyway, it's just sad. Um, and you have all these, you know, gatekeepers of information. And what happened in 2020, what we're now learning, and I, I can't wait for this drop by Elon Musk. I want to know the depths of suppression efforts by Twitter and by other big tech companies to influence the election. You know, for years, Twitter was probably, you know, in terms of, I don't know, hiding viewpoints of the American people, they were most guilty. What do we call it? Shadow banning? There were Suppression, terms. shadow banning, all that stuff. Right. All right. So you have, you know, all these left wingers out in San Francisco. They get offended by anything conservative. Uh, so then here we are weeks before the 2020 presidential election. The New York Post comes out with a hard hitting investigative report. Uh dealing with the Hunter Biden laptop story. And then Twitter suppressed the information. You were not even allowed to share the story and let people read it for themselves and decide for themselves. Now, you could have put all the counter information, people that were saying that it's likely Russian disinformation. If you believe in freedom of speech, people are allowed to lie or speculate. That would be fine, too. But then all these conservatives start getting banned from Twitter. You know, now they're war on free expression under Elon Musk is coming to an end. And he wrote a very large check, purchased the tech giant, fired the moderators, and he is now vowing to turn Twitter into a national town square where people on all sides of the political spectrum can express their opinions freely. He said, quote, Twitter has failed in trust and safety for a very long time and has interfered in elections. Freeze frame that. He's admitting that the company he just purchased for, what, $44 million, um, billion, whatever it was, 
44 billion. Yeah, 44 billion. That's a lot of money. He's admitting that they have now interfered in elections in this country. And I don't think it's only Twitter alone. I think it's a lot of these big tech giants that have been slowly but surely putting their thumb on the scales as it relates to elections. We know the New York Times has a favorite. They want the Democrats to win. We know the Washington Post wants the same. We know MSDNC, they want the Democrats to win. Fake news, CNN, I know it's a shock to Don Lemon, but yes, they're very liberal and they want the Democrats to win. That's fine. They're not honest about who they are, but at least you, know, at least you live in a country where you have the freedom to have views that are left or right, but in their case, wrong. But I want to know how they interfered in elections. You know, I mean, think about this. They could have conspired along with other big tech companies. And because they have such a huge, massive platform and monopoly, they could have influenced the entire outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Well, that impacts every American. Now, what's the answer to it? I don't know if I have a, a, an answer at this point. All I know is it can't happen. It shouldn't be happening. At that point, when do they become, when does that become a donation in kind, you know, to the Democratic Party, or in this case, in 2020, Joe Biden? All right, we'll get to this. 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, listen, it's the holiday season, and our friends at Chamonix want you to look years younger and look your best when you're meeting up with friends and family and coworkers, et cetera. And from now until Christmas, Genucel's most popular package is 70% off when you go to GenuCell.com. Uh, Linda, you love their most popular package. I do. I mean, they've got a home spa package. They've got the Dr. Drew spe special. They got the most popular products packages. You know, I mean, honestly, the retinol, the hyaluronic acid, you know, the microdermabrasion, you cannot go wrong. And you can buy this for anybody. And they have all the best prices. It's awesome. Well, anyway, speaking of prices, 70% off when you go to GenuCell.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. If you want to get rid of forehead wrinkles, fine lines, skin redness, bags and puffiness under your eyes, sagging jawlines, you name it, and they'll include their immediate effects, and you'll see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Anyway, just go to the website, genucel.com slash Sean, and if you enter the special code Sean, you get an additional 10% off your entire order. If you order today, you will be upgraded to free express shipping. That's genucel.com slash Sean from our friends at Chamonix.